0: Hey, Joshua here. Uh, Just getting back from my interview with Sheila Dunn. Uh, I've known Sheila for um, a couple of years now, and her name has been mentioned several times. Um, But finally, uh, thanks to Jason Chin Chen, she's participating here in the project. Um, Our conversation is probably sounds a little bit more casual than many, and that's due to the fact that we already knew each other, but um, we also dive in pretty pretty deep and talk about some of the tough stuff that's on our both of our minds um so i uh, hope you will enjoy this uh, interview and, and come back soon uh thank you so much to sheila for participating um taking the time out of her busy schedule and thanks again to jason um for linking us up all right come back again soon we're live um how old are you for the record
1: 36 i have to think about that because i just turned 36
0: but yeah Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm one year ahead of you, and I have to think about it all the time. I that know.
2: Oh,
1: man.
0: That the switch is abrupt when you have to start thinking about how old you are yeah. to suddenly <laughs> um, Who are you, and how do you describe yourself?
1: Hmm. I would say I'm, first and foremost, creative. I think most of my life is kind of molded around that. Um, and I would describe myself as pretty goofy, actually, which I think is a surprise from a lot of people on the outside looking in, because I'm, I would say I'm like pretty passionate about the things I care about so I can come across as pretty serious, and I am in certain ways, but I think, you know, if you were to ask my family, I'm pretty like goofy, <laughs> um, fun loving, and um, yeah, tell you what was the second part? yeah that, uh, who yeah. are you and how do you describe yeah. yourself so mm-hmm. yeah. um i mean i'm a painter an artist but i would say just kind of more broadly just a creative yeah so yeah
0: great um what concerns you about the state of the world and humanity like what's on your mind what's really getting under oh your skin <laughs> these days and if, if you can try to come at this from something that affects you personally
1: Oh, so this is a lot of what drives my art. Um, so I think, I think about this a lot. I, it's hard not to get completely overwhelmed um, because there are so many concerns. I would say, you know, probably the biggest for me is um, environmental. Um, you know, climate change like disappearing of these wild places um, and that's a big reason why I'm in Bend. Um, I just, wild places inform so much of who I am and um, and I just can see them changing and disappearing in, in hopefully not in a reparable way, but sometimes it feels that way. Um, um, and so I... You know a few years ago with my art i i was thinking you know painting is important art is vital but how can i contribute in an actual way mm-hmm. um so i started a conservation series shortly after the election and because i was just feeling distraught <laughs> um and so i'm like you know there are people dedicating their lives and careers to figuring out these solutions so I can, you know, fiscally donate a portion of my print sales to support these groups and organizations and people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, of course, there. Are, I I also started like a resistance series um, where I donate a portion of portrait sales to the ACLU because, of course, like th- there are social justice atrocities, nightmares mm-hmm. <laughs> right now too. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I think that environmental climate change feels like we got to act fast.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm
0: going to take some things out of order here. You know, in that I guess in that regard, <clears throat> on the theme of hope, but with like a different take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, through this project, through an interview a few months ago I, I was given an opportunity to rethink uh, my take on this whole idea of hoping for a better future it mm-hmm. you know, gets tossed around a lot this word yeah. hope or um, positive thinking or like, you know manifesting and all of this yeah. right? and w- in my mind it just seems kind of like, well it's just up to us. Like, we just have to accept the responsibility and then do the different thing to mm-hmm. get the change that we want. Um, so do you think that we w- will do that? W- will we accept responsibility? Because, like, <sighs> you know, and not, and not to knock your effort, right, but, like, one person's no, yeah. paintings and exactly. one policy and one this and one that, you know, it seems like it's things are getting so out of hand that it really is going to take, like, a huge collective yeah. effort. But, anyway, do you think we will?
1: I think... So I would, like, highly recommend this um, podcast interview. It was on Rich Roll, I think, and he um, interviewed this guy, Zach Bush, who's a – he's a doctor by background, like an MD, but he's gotten really into, like, regenerative um, farming practices and um, looking at how environmental – um, problems are affecting human health, and he described it as, he's like, he was talking about how can you have that hope, or, you know, it's, he's like, I just laid out this devastating picture for all of us of the reality, but he said, you know, in my time as an MD, I would, I would guide people through near-death experiences, um, because um, he worked in hospice for a while, and he's, like, collectively, he's, like, I think humanity and, like, human existence were at the brink of <laughs> that. That sounds intense, but um, it's kind of at that moment. But he, he just described, you know, on an individual level, watching someone rebound from that and, like, come back. It can be this super transformative time Mm -hmm. of like this radical um expanding of consciousness and I know that sounds like woo-woo but I think it's like so dire right now um that I guess it it depends on the day you ask me how Mm -hmm. I'm feeling about it but I think there is opportunity in um kind of how close we are, or how dire it is, and Mm -hmm. that there can be this radical transformation in those times, um, whether that's through science, like this lifting of consciousness, so I, I, my my most honest answer is I don't know, but I don't, I'm not hopeless Mm -hmm. about it, Mm -hmm. um, and, um, And I think you see that, you know, when I look at the younger generation of, um, these like young climate activists and stuff, and I think like, I hold a lot of hope and inspiration in that. And, um, maybe another, I would be curious to know what your take on it is, but yeah. Um. I'm not hopeless, but I, um, but I think it's a very strange time to be living and existing
0: within,
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: We'll we'll get back to it in a few minutes. Um, What do other people mean to you? The people that you encounter throughout your daily processes and and the people that are interested in your art Mm -hmm. and the people that, you've never met but are aware of in Nepal, for example? Yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. I think that's what, you know, circling back on, like, what I just say, that it's a really interesting and kind of hard time to exist within right now. I think people and those connections are what makes it doable and and beautiful and significant. Um, And, yeah, I think that that's, um, I draw, like, so much meaning through that, and again, a lot of my work is informed by that, um, you know, capturing both, dif- both people who I'm intimately involved with or, um, you know, whether it's family, friends, close connections, But then also, when I have the opportunity to paint, um, strangers, it's like I spend hours, um, and hours with them, even though I don't know them, it's like almost forming some kind of connection. And, um, I think a lot of my work explores that shared humanity. Hmm. Um... And what it is to be on this human journey. I'm kind of strained from what you asked me, but I think that that. And I'll I'll just say like I, I was just telling you that I lost my dad. Um, it's been a little over a month. I, I re- lost him rather unexpectedly, and um. So it's been kind of a brutal summer in many ways, but um. I wrote this post that in like such a dark kind of collective time, you know, how people have shown up for my family and me has been like amazing and um, so beautiful. And it's just been this reminder of that goodness is what is most true in the world and what like comes through more than anything when all is said and done. And it's been kind of through this rather horrific experience of losing my dad, it's been this beautiful reminder of um, of human connection and
0: what that means. So
1: yeah.
0: Uh, If there's an exception I can't recall it but for the most part through this project and just in my general experience in life mm-hmm. most people seem to place uh, relationships as paramount to everything else yeah um, so I've kind of I've defined community as those relationships with each other in the world we live in mm-hmm. and so then I've just kind of inserted the fact that everybody based on my definition <laughs> thinks that community is kind of the most important thing yeah right um, with that said why are we struggling so Uh, hard you know Mm. like what's on my mind when I ask this question is like why in 2019 um, do we have this president why are people still enslaved why are um, black people still incarcerated at like exponentially higher rates than white people why are there different punishments for things based on the color of your skin why is there sex trafficking uh why are people uh, not getting it from environmental perspectives and one-time use things and blah, blah, like, you know, um, genocide, um, inequality of pay, Mm -hmm. um, rape. Like, I, I think I could spend the rest of the day talking about stuff that is, like, pretty horrifically, tragically wrong. Yeah. But... Everyone that I encounter says that our relationships matter most, mm-hmm. but around every corner we have and we take seemingly an opportunity to, to destroy that relationship. What does all that mean to you? Or like, how do you um, <sighs> Ser- make peace with that?
2: Some a serious question. Yeah. Um... Uh-huh.
1: I don't know how you reconcile that, but I think um, one thing that was pretty, like, illuminating for me was, um, I think it was in, like, Brene Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness, and, um, and she said, you know, people are hard to hate close up, and so I am coming at this. From this place where I am horrified by our president um, and the administration in, in this and um, she gives this example of someone being like, you know, like, I I hate anyone who voted for Trump or I can't, like, I refuse to have this person in my life except for my neighbor, Randy, you know, who took me to, um, like, rush me to the hospital when I needed to go or, you know, who. Mowed my lawn for me when I was recovering from surgery, you know, except him, because he's really kind of wonderful, and that I think we um, live in a time that I'm I'm guilty of this for sure, of um, thinking in terms of other, you know, um, that I can't relate to this person because how could they have voted for Donald Trump? We have nothing in common. Yet, like time and time again, I'll, I'll still be a little horrified to find out that someone's voted for him. But I'm like, oh my God, we have this like shared humanity. So I'm not answering the question of like, I don't know how to change it. But I think sometimes taking a different lens of that we can find kind of shared humanity. And it's especially important in people maybe we don't think we could find that. And... So, um, that's been something I've been trying to think about and like observe within myself. Like, um, what kind of wall am I maybe putting up without even realizing it? Um, and I don't know if it's like, that it's just part of human existence since the beginning of time that there is incredible, I don't know like who said it, it was like every generation thinks theirs will be the last you know um, that I don't know if it just comes with the territory and sometimes I hope I, it was Martin Luther King who, who quoted it but it was actually some like old school um, minister from like the 14th century or something that was like the it's like the arc of justice is long but it been or the arc of what is it?
0: Yeah, someone. The arc of. I just transcribed this the yeah. other day because someone else mentioned yeah. it. Yeah. Um,
1: but it bends towards justice. Yeah. The arc of. Oh god. Anyway, um, so I hope I still want to believe that, and and holy God, it's is it long? Because sometimes I'm like, how are we still here? Mm-hmm. Like, um, but then. In other ways, it it does feel like we're progressing. I that is almost impossible thing to answer for me. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I think it's. I've just tried to really look at my own biases and my own how I am maybe unknowingly at times like adding to the divisiveness. Um. um, So. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I keep wanting... I want your opinion on all of this. We'll have to do... Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I can... So, I, I, I was going to ask that question before I kind of responded yeah. to the environmental aspect yeah. because it's kind of what I have to say, I guess. I mean, what I have to say kind of comes out in these questions, yeah. but yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. Uh, I think it's really cool that um, Greta Thunberg is uh-huh. do, doing her thing. Um, I think it's really cool that we've had these other spokes people, these mm-hmm. models for change in individual areas. yeah I'm definitely not trying to like uh knock that. Mm-hmm. but <clears throat> uh. it seems to me like we are missing a focus on the root of mm-hmm. the issues. And so in my mind, and I don't know if it's, it's like, it's, it's, com- it, the, the lens perspective conversation makes this complicated, mm-hmm. I think, right? How am I, is this my viewpoint? Because this is my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, or is this my view, my focus because this is my viewpoint or, you know, how, like, how do you, you know, take two steps to the left and what do you see? I'm not really sure, but, uh, I think we can educate each other on single use items or the origins of our chocolate or, uh, whether or not people are getting, murdered so that we can have avocados at the grocery store in November or um, whether or not our food is sustainable or uh, how we got the banana or um, if our house is properly insulated so that it's making less of an impact on the environment. I think we can educate ourselves on the history of racism. Uh, We can educate ourselves in all these different ways, right? So many social ways and so many environmental ways. It's unlikely, though, that one person can even learn all the things about all the things. So, like, (laughs) even as I try very hard to educate myself and learn and make the changes that I can with my means, Mm -hmm. financial or whatever, uh, I am pretty keenly aware that I am screwing things up every day in some way that I'm not quite aware of. And so I'm looking, I guess, for us to start to get more down to the baseline where thoughtfulness or a consideration of what this might mean Mm -hmm. becomes more of the the centerpiece of our life. Not so much... whether or not I'm doing the right thing in this one regard, but whether or not I'm trying to do the right thing in all regards.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, I think when w- maybe that's overwhelming and maybe it, maybe that's why it hasn't caught on. Yeah. Maybe we need to focus on the one thing so that we can feel like we're making our little dent. But, you know, to be honest with you, I'm really not sure what... My greater concern is the the failing state of our environment and the inevitable destruction of Mm -hmm. our planet or the mistreatment of other human beings Mm -hmm. for something that I might just want to have in my life, Mm -hmm. coffee, Mm -hmm. for example. So I don't know, like I care about the environment that I do, Mm -hmm. like I just, it it matters to me, but I, I care about all these other things mm-hmm. too Absolutely. and I'm guilty of screwing it up every day but for some reason I think the focus is just slightly off where we get our one soapbox to stand on and that's what we care about and then so many other things in our life mm-hmm. fall to the wayside and I guess I would like to be at least partially responsible for like moving us in a different direction part of some movement where we're saying like yeah that matters but so do all these other things mm-hmm. right um so I, I don't know. That was super long and probably pretty convoluted. Um,
1: no, I get, I get what you're saying, and um, and in a way, I think it comes back to that, like that human connection, and that is what is missing in a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's probably like the root a lot of of a lot of what's. going wrong right now um Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Mm -hmm. do you uh do you have a sense of purpose uh compulsion that you have a hard time explaining or, uh, or a value system
1: yeah i um i think I mean, a big part of my... So I guess, like, creativity and, like, creating, making art um, is something that that can pull... It's like I have to do it. Um, I just can't imagine not... It's like this thing in my body that has to get out. And and so that's just something I've always... It's inherent in me. Um, And it's how I make sense of the world. It's how I, um, like my voice is through my paintings. And so I think that piece is, um, not even learn, it's just kind of in me. But I think where I've connected it with my value system, um, is, you know, deciding in a way to use my art as activism in a way Um, by what I explain just through like the conservation and resistance series and um, and so I think I've been able to um, kind of create certain different like um, series in my artwork that express my value system does that make sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah I I feel like a big purpose for me yeah the main purpose is creating but um it's with that focus on thinking of it on a more like global scale of how can and and yes it's little right mm-hmm. but how can my artwork have a wider reaching impact than just a woman sitting alone in her studio painting <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. 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 So.
0: Hmm. you have any closing thoughts hmm.
1: Yeah, I have. Oh, gosh. Talk about this stuff all day. I think what's important in. I, I just had a thought that it's so bleak, right? Like to talk about all of this. But I think it's important that. I think a lot of where we are, there's like this movement of like anti intellectualism and like kind of this embraced ignorance. Um, And, but I think a lot of that is all, I think people get overwhelmed because it's just, there's so much, Um, there's so much. And it's easy to just like binge on Netflix because it's like, I don't wanna think about all this shit. And, but I think what's so important is You know it doesn't have to be monetary it doesn't have to be it's just finding ways of just even human connection like what can you do can you make eye contact with someone Mm -hmm. and um you know coming back to my dad my he like the overarching theme with him like when people were writing us letters and was that he he valued human connection more than anyone I've ever met. I know that's a bold statement, but it's true. And people said that over and over and over. And, you know, like when my dad was talking to you, you were the only person in the universe. Like he was so engaged in that way. And um, so I think if it even if it's just that, like to so the gas attendant or like the checkout, even if it's just like, Um, allowing, like, space for that, and I think it's, I guess what I'm trying to say, it's just important to not give up (laughs) hope entirely, and there are things, like, every day that can be contributing to a better place to be, and, um, I think the worst thing that can happen is because we feel so overwhelmed, we don't do anything.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: i got one more for you, I guess. Okay. Um, I think sometimes when I pause, I don't even change what I'm going to say. It's just that I'm recognizing that it's probably going to sound judgmental. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I... I give it a second to say like is there a reframe or am I just going to accept the responsibility that like someone's going to be irritated with me so generally speaking I think I'm prepared for someone to be irritated with me <laughs> go for it <laughs> um, there's a big emphasis on like happiness joy mm-hmm. and, f- and, and fun mm-hmm. uh, and I don't mean just in an affluent community like Ben yeah. but like kind of across the board like even in in poverty, fun is a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, hope you're happy. Mm-hmm. Hope you're healthy. Like we have these ideas that you know, a smile on your face means that things are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of more of the idea that like, man, we are all like carrying smiles on our faces while we are burning alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm struggling with that in my in my life like to understand like how much is enough how much effort is enough how much work is enough how many questions are enough uh, how much thought is enough to put into my buying and spending habits like um How much of my value system changes when I'm affected in some way by it personally? Yeah. Uh, just a relevant and timely real-life example. Uh, my best friend works in the photo industry in New York, and we often talk about photography. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he's often on a job where they're in X location, but they hire a photographer from like Y. Mm-hmm. And I'm often kind of like, there's so many photographers at X, like why not just use one of those? And why does this have to be so, such a thing, right? Yeah. And then I recently got hired for a job I'll do uh, next week uh, from Ben to go to New York.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And suddenly it's like, oh, well, cool. I'm now fulfilling like part of a photographer's dream of traveling on an assignment. Yeah. and. And so that you know I'm not gonna turn the job down, I have it on my mind, but like i'm I'm putting that situation off and I learn a thing that makes me have to wonder how I'm contributing to that thing wow, yeah. um, and our our focus of f- f- fun and taking it easy and lightening up and I struggle with it. I want to do it too. Yeah. I want I like to have fun. It makes me feel good. Mhm. It's exhilarating to do the things that I enjoy. It lo- it does lighten my mood or distract me from the chaos. Mhm. But then I'm also pretty keenly aware that like okay so while I was doing that I know things have gotten worse. And I hear and, 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 and so in this there's you know I don't mean it to sound judgmental about everybody because I'm guilty of it too Mm -hmm. but this is like my big struggle is like how to contribute really to a greater change while withholding disgust knowing that I'm going to be guilty of having to be reminded of my like Ill behaviors
1: no yeah. I don't know I don't I don't know either I mean I grapple with that same thing I um I don't know that I haven't answered like all right I'll, I'm gonna butcher another quote um, <laughs> but, uh E.B. White said you know every day every morning I awake um, Deciding whether to save the world or savor it. And it makes the planning of the day complicated. But if we don't take time to savor it, like, what is there to save? Um, so I, not that savoring means like this overconsumption, whatever, but I can relate to that sentiment of sometimes waking up and feeling the weight of everything so heavily that it's kind of like, what's the point of it all? And, um, and God, talk about, if you want to talk about play, like Ben Oregon is the synthesis of like kind of this bubble of alternate reality of like play time, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. there is like, a lot of incredible things happening here, and um, but we live in like a alternate universe here in that way, um, which I partake in it. I'm like I, I um. It's a big reason why I'm here. like I love uh, what this land has to offer, and I hate even saying those words coming out of my mouth, but um, so I don't. Uh, I guess I can just say I, I feel you, and I think about those same things. Um, but I. There is an importance for me of like. I'm not that concerned with happiness. I think joy is. A, it's a deeper, more. I think happiness can be surface level, um, and I've always been a deep feeler in every direction, you know. And like sadness and grief, th- those like it does those don't scare me, and I'm not like scared to feel those things. But I also don't. There's so much to be sad about <laughs> and grieving that I don't want that to be like the framework of my existence here either mm-hmm.
2: um
1: hell? i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i i guess i can just say that i I've, i struggle with that too um um you know i want kids or a child at some point and but then i'm like that feels like the most selfish decision on the planet, you know? And it's just like, it's a weird time. So, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I didn't, I didn't make this project to be like uplifting, you know? So it's, no, it's, it's okay. Important it's important
1: to a, be having these conversations, yeah. too. it's like, that's what, it's important. Yeah. So thank you for doing it. Yeah. Thank
0: you for it. Thank you too. Yeah.